Hello, I'm Joaquin Ruiz, Dean of the University of Arizona's College of Science, and this is Arizona Science. With me here today is Jonathan Overpeck, also known as Peck, co-director of the Institute of the Environment and Thomas R. Brown, Distinguished Professor of Science and Regents Professor of Geosciences and Atmospheric Sciences at the University of Arizona. Welcome, Peck. You're the speaker for this Monday. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm looking forward to the lecture. So, Peck, I'll ask you in a minute about what you, what you think you're going to talk about on Monday, but uh, you are well known for uh, sea level rise, and your research focuses a lot on that. Tell me just a little bit about what, what are the latest predictions about sea level rise and the issues there. Well, it's getting pretty clear that what we're doing by increasing the Earth's temperature, the atmosphere, is, uh, and oceans, is we're um, causing the ocean to expand, and that's rise, uh, it's causing sea level to uh, go up around the globe. We're also melting back glaciers everywhere around the Earth, almost everywhere. Um, and uh, that will also cause the oceans to go up, and the oceans are going up, so uh, about uh, three millimeters per year. And half of that is uh, the ocean expansion because of the warming, and the other half is ice melting. But increasingly, the big wild card uh, is playing more and more a role, and that is the melting of the great polar ice sheets. So when you add those in, uh, it's now starting to look like we could have as much as uh, a meter or more per century sea level rise, or that's about three feet of sea level rise in just 100 years. Um, and that could go on for quite a while if we warm the earth up and um, stabilize the greenhouse gases, the, the earth will still stay warm and that melting will go on for centuries and centuries. So I like to think of sea level rise as one of the ways that everybody around the globe um, that has a coastline is gonna feel climate change. And everybody is already starting to. This is not a prediction for the future. This is already happening. And, and uh, funny enough, uh, maybe it's not so funny, but many places they call it nuisance flooding now. Uh, but nuisance flooding will become uh, a bigger and bigger nuisance. And, of course, one of the uh, big uh, debates uh, in science is still uh, some of the consequences of global climate change. And, of course, here we have an El Nino that we haven't seen in a while. W what is uh, your view of these uh, of climate, basically, the variation of the variability of climate as a function of global climate change? The big thing uh, is that climate varies on all time scales, and it always has, always will. And so that's going to interact with uh, the climate change that we are causing by increasing uh, concentrations of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. And um, as we go into the future, what we're seeing is the human-driven climate change is overwhelming more and more the natural variation. But one of the biggest components of natural variation is the El Nino Southern Oscillation. And when we get the El Nino, like this year, uh, we get a lot of rain in winter. Um, the odds go way up anyhow. Um, but conversely, when we get the opposite, uh, La Nina, uh, it gets dry. And we've been in a drought in the Southwest since 1999. We've gone through already three El Ninos that have not helped. This one, most recent this winter, is a really big one, a very unusually big one. And that's helping. Clearly, it's helping. We're getting a lot of snow in the upper basin of the Colorado and a lot of rain down here in the desert. So that's, that's great. But over the course of the next uh, decade, two decades to century, um, the human-caused climate change is going to dry out our climate. And we'll still have wet years. Um, an even wet decade maybe, but it's gonna, the odds of that wetness are going to go down and down and down. And so 
for us uh, in Arizona without a coastline, a big, uh, the big thing is going to be uh, less and less water. I've heard you give uh, many speeches about the Colorado River, right? Yeah. And uh, how it's just going to basically dry out, or it is, or it's going to. Tell me a little bit about the, where we're going with uh, that important, very important part of our life. Colorado River has been in drought, again, back to 19, well, probably 2000. And uh, on average, over those uh, 15 years, the flow in the Colorado has been about 19% below normal. And uh, we think a big portion of that is because of warming. Um, and some of it is also due to natural variation. Um, and it tells us that our projections for the future are probably more accurate when we are talking uh, big reductions by 2050 and much bigger reductions by 2100 unless we curb the emissions of greenhouse gases. So if you think about climate change and people are like, ah, what's the big deal of climate change? For the Southwest, climate change is water and most of our water comes from the Colorado. So really think of climate change as Colorado River water. Wow. Our lifeblood. Yeah. So, so in the 10 or 20 seconds we have left, uh, what else are you going to tell us on Monday? <laughs> well, you know, I want to talk about what the real challenges are for the Southwest, but I'm going to try and end the lecture uh, talking about reasons for optimism, you know, and there are some really important reasons for optimism. Think of what went on in Paris. That was a big deal. All the countries of the world, including China and India, and some of the other uh, less wealthy and but highly polluting countries are curbing their emissions. Uh, and are willing to do a lot more. But also here in the Southwest, the solution involves renewable energy, solar and wind. So uh, when the dust settles on all of this, I think Arizona will come out, uh, hopefully with still some water, but certainly with a lot of renewable energy and will be an exporter of energy and that'll be a big economic engine for our state. Terrific. I'm. I'm going to sit in the front seat and listen to your talk. <laughs> I hope it works out well for you. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I am Joaquin Ruiz.